The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Keep talking. Yeah, you fight through it. Just fight on. Actually, I don't think your microphone is on for whatever that's worth. Hey, hey, everybody. David Hellman here. I'm not. I'm here. Yeah, just there you go. Good morning, guys. Welcome to another episode of The Break. Uh, Derek is not here, but we have Brian Broaddus filling filling in for him today. We have a lot of things to talk about. The the Marcus deal finally got done after... A lot of discussions, and, and last week I think we were headed to the point where we thought things weren't really gonna maybe not work out. You know, things were getting a lot of discussions there where it wasn't headed that way. Anyways, Demarcus Lawrence basically got the biggest deal in Cowboys franchise history with 105 million dollars, 21 million per year mm-hmm. for five years. Mm-hmm. And $65 million guaranteed. Now, you guys were at the press conference, heard everything that was said there. How did it go from things getting heated to quickly getting that deal made, the biggest deal in franchise history? Well, I think, obviously, there was a a phone call, and Dave wrote a story on that, so... Uh, we'll, we'll let you talk a little bit more about it, but sometimes these, you know, the negotiations back and forth, you need to, you know, make it a human beings are involved here. It's not just a football player and the owner and the agent and all that stuff. It's like let let's get this thing down to let, let's talk this thing out. And I and I believe that's kind of what happened when when they kind of got in the room and said, "How do we make this work?" Yeah, which Stephen Jones said yesterday that it's not rare to do that, but it sure as hell seems like it is because, like, that doesn't seem like a novel concept to me. And so often during these uh, during these types of standoffs, like, you know, you go back to Dez in 2015, like, you, you know, they're not communicating. They haven't talked to each other in months. It seems like that would be a good idea, and it, that sounds like what happened here. And, uh, you know, it, it came out over the weekend. David Cantor was very open about it. You know, Demarcus Lawrence got on a conference call with the Cowboys, and they laid out what they want. They were honest about it. They were respectful. Um, you know, Demarcus said he wanted to be here. It sounds like, you know, his camp was trying to get him to not demand a trade, but broach trade topics, and Demarcus was like, no, I, I don't want to do that. I want to be here. Uh, and at the same time, I, I love the line from yesterday where, uh, you know, DeMarcus was kind of like, your problems aren't my problems. Like, you, I know you got to figure out the cap. That's really that's not my job. That's your job. Um, and it's true. It's absolutely true. We say that all the time. Um, you know, it's on the Cowboys to make all those things work. It doesn't affect DeMarcus's bottom line at all. And, you know, they were able to get on a on a conference call and speak to each other as, like you said, as human beings. And it sounds like that made a ton of difference because all of a sudden you go from they're at an impasse to not only have they hammered out a deal, but it is a remarkably fair deal. Like everybody here got what they wanted. DeMarcus is making more than he would have made under the tag. He's getting more guaranteed in the first three years than basic like any non quarterback in the league. Uh, and the Cowboys have him at a number that makes sense. And more importantly than that, they can get out from under it in three years, which I think is everything. Why was this not done the first place then? That's 
kind of my point. See, that's if, to, that, if that's all it me, takes, yeah. if all it takes is to hop on a conference call, then we could have hammered yeah. this thing out a while ago. If, if you know, we were starting to hear rumors of discontent between the agent and the front office on some things, and so you know, I can you understand. Were one, you were one to Okay. Yeah. You know, this is the, to me. This is this is the thing that's that's the if if it was if it if it took just a conference call to get this done, you know, that doesn't. Why wasn't this not start? Why wasn't it not gone in this direction to begin with? You know. And again, I can understand the the you know if if the agent has a problem with the front office, front office has a problem with the agent. You know, all that should have been put. It, it, he's right though. It's not his problem. But it also is his problem because, you know, the, the Cowboys have to think about what they're doing in the future with their contracts. You know, they have to think, think about uh, with Dak, with Zeke, with uh, Cooper, with all those guys. So it absolutely is. You know, he could say it's not his problem, but it is yeah. his problem. I, I, uh, it, it's not his problem. problem. It's their no, no, pro- it's not his problem. But, I mean, it, it becomes his problem it becomes because his it affects problem. their decision Exactly, making. exactly. If they, it, you know, it, to me, if this was as cut and dry and quick as, you know, you know they're saying, oh, well, it, you know, we were. I think there were some erroneous reports about it. Oh, he wants $23 million and all that stuff like that. I, I think that that. That was probably, you know, it, it, when you talk to people behind the scenes, that affected. You know, Calvin Watkins came out with that $23 million with this, this yeah. demand and all that. I think that affected the negotiations. I, I think it did. I think it affected the negotiations on the side of, of Cantor and those guys because they were put in a, in a, in a bad light right there. So, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe there were some, some hurt feelings as this thing went off. And then it's like, okay, we've got to get this thing done. Well, Which, I, I just don't understand. I mean, if, if Dak is, is part of this and Zeke is part of this and Cooper is part of this, then why wasn't, you know, why wasn't De- DeMarcus part of this way back before? Kind of like you just said. I mean, why is this going to now? Uh, because they don't seem to be dragging their feet on anybody else. No. So why why were we dragging our, our feet on this? And that you know, I, I think there was problems between the groups. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. I think and, so and they, too. And they can act like that there weren't problems, but you, you, know, you if you if you kind of sniff around enough, which everybody in this room will do, you will find out that you know, oh, it, it wasn't really all hunky dory, you know. Well, and that's Steve, why Stephen Jones kind of hinted at that yesterday. He's like, you know, if you're not careful, these things can become confrontational, and you forget that you're actually really on the same team. You know, Demarcus right. Lawrence is technically he's under club control. He is a Dallas Cowboy. He's right. not your enemy. He's one of your best players. But it's easy to forget that when you start haggling over money. And I guess my point is, and you know, I'm not privy to these conversations, so I don't want to be too quick to judge. But like I said, so many times it feels like. If it feels like whenever these things happen, the team and the agent are talking to the media more than they're talking to each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're leaking things to them. You know, you, maybe the, the team side is leaking that the player wants too much money or yeah. the players leaking that the team sent him, him an insulting offer. Instead of doing all that, why don't you just hop on a conference call and say, hey, it's me. It's DeMarcus. It's the guy that you drafted and developed. I'm not trying to bend you over over a barrel. I just want what's mine. And the team says, we get that, and here's what we're willing to do. And maybe this stuff would be easier. See, I know from the Cowboys' point of view, and we're in the building every day, I didn't, I, I didn't hear one thing regarding the contract. I never heard. And, you know, and it could have been really easy for the Cowboys to put it out through, through one of us 
that, hey, okay, his demands are unreasonable. I mean, they had it buttoned down from their end. Yeah. So everything that we were hearing, in my opinion, it was coming from the other side. You know, that's where I, I mean, I, I was, the Cowboys, I felt like the Cowboys in this negotiation were going to put their heads down and go and try and get this thing done. And, you know, again, we, we, we live in this building and there's things you hear, but that was something I never oh. heard, never heard anything the way the negotiations were going from there in or the money or the numbers or any of that stuff. You know, actually, when, when you, when you think about it, 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 it what the laws camp did was pretty good because if you stall on this thing and you and you say we're not signing anything at all until we get to that point until we get you have there's a deadline of the um there's I'm sorry there's a deadline for the when, surgery when yeah, not just the surgery but also when when you've got to come up with the franchise tag yeah. so if you just let that pass that you know the Cowboys are going to tag you and once they tag them then you're at you're over twenty million, right? See, I think if they would have done this beforehand, yeah, they probably would have get them in at eighteen, nineteen, or something like that. But as soon as you tag me and sell me, I'm a twenty and a half million, you know, uh, a year player. Sure. Then that's where it starts, and so I think that's probably what their point was. And it, if that's the case, it worked. Yeah, I honestly, I mean, them. it. If his goal was to be paid Mac money, then I guess it didn't work out. But this whole thing worked out in Demarcus's favor but from too. Their I mean, camp, they'll, they'll tell you that that wasn't their goal. No, and that's my point is I don't think it was. But I'm saying you know, you can be as critical as you want of the the surgery play, but it certainly seems like it worked. I don't think this deal gets done on Friday of last week if he doesn't need to have that surgery. I agree. I think it goes right up until the so, deadline, just like Dez's did. So the, and the Cowboys said all along he doesn't have any leverage on this. I think he did. It sure seems like it. Yeah. That, it, it, well, I, I was the leverage I was thinking of is go get the surgery. Now you're now you're forcing them to do something. Well, I was. Well, I was gonna. Does it sound really loud? Yeah, no, you're, no, you're good. good. You're good. Okay, okay. Got you. I was gonna bring the whole point of of you being the one to argue starting last week that yeah. you thought it was the best idea for him to get the surgery right and that would help him get the negotiation so yeah. what was your output on that whole just looking at the difference of what happened out there with the whole negotiation part and the injury yeah i i felt initially i thought that the the surgery as he used it was kind of going to be something that that would be as he uses it it's going to be the hammer for him to say, okay, I'm not going to get the surgery. I'm not. The, the, when then Jerry Jones came out and said, "Wait a minute, I am not paying high dollar, you know, for you know for something that's in, for somebody that's injured." I mean, it, it's a, he was talking about the first year of the contract. Right. Then all of a sudden, now you're starting to think. At that point, you're going, "Okay, wait a minute. Here's the plan. Okay, if you're not going to, if you're worried about that, I'll get the surgery, and it, and it's a way to maybe." You know, okay, I'm giving yeah. you something. Now you give me something back. You know, in the negotiations. So I, I, I that's when, when when I heard what Jerry Jones said, that made me flip completely. Like, okay, Tank, if you want to make this thing work, go get the surgery. Go get this done. Right, but he didn't. He didn't need to do that. He, I mean, he wound up getting the deal anyway without without having to have the surgery done. Yeah. Well, that's well, what I'm saying. I, I mean. I think the deal went a lot faster than we even thought. Once, I mean, we thought it was going to drag on, drag on, drag on, but something changed last week. And it might have been, again, that conversation that Stephen Jones had with his representatives that, like, okay, you know, this is, this is where we're going. 
I, I'm trying to figure out what flipped this thing to make it, and maybe getting the player involved the way they did. Maybe Tank went to them and said, you know, went to his rep to Canner and said, "Hey, what's the best deal that they've offered us?" Well, you know, and let's 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 if, our, if we had this number in mind, let's go with it. You, you know? know, we talk all the time about deadlines. You know, and maybe this was the deadline. If you think about it, we, we were we were asked about the draft about a, a, that. But also, when when will he be ready to play? Yeah. Do you think he'll be ready? Do you think? I mean, well, we talked about it before the show, and it sounded like everyone's kind of like right there. Like, is this a five month? Is it a six month rehab? So to get this thing done with any chance of him being ready for week one, maybe this was a deadline. I think it was, and and so it's an arbit- It's a it's not a real deadline like the July fifteenth deadline, but I think. The draft is like the drop dead date to have hope of him being ready for the opener. And even yesterday, Steven said, you know, I asked him, you know, what's the plan for the spring and the summer? And he said, you know, we're going to get him to work with our with our rehab guy, Britt Brown. He's one of the best in the business. And he said the hope is to have him ready for the opener. So, I mean, you know, I have all the faith in the world in the in the medical team, but I think it's they're going to be working right up until that if I had to guess. Yeah. That that'll be a shame. It'll be a shame on both ends if if, if he's misses a, a week or two. Well, it, just yeah, because. I know. And to your point, though, if we miss a week or two, because this deal seems pretty simple to me now. You know, yeah. if you look at the way it was done, I mean, we all talked. We had this discussion, and I I was kind of getting on you guys when we had with the argument with Derek when yeah. we were all on the show. If you like him, then pay him. Yeah, if you like him, pay him. Yeah. But 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 you guys at the end of the day end up getting the number you wanted. You know, so how hard was that? That's, yeah, it's, it didn't seem and hard. It, and then if you lose, if you lose a week of the season or two weeks of the season because you were, you know, this wasn't something. This doesn't seem very tricky to me. This doesn't yeah. seem like it, at the end of the day, this didn't turn into twenty five million dollars a year. It's twenty one million dollars a year. Okay, well, why did we not get to this point? And we, I keep saying this. I think there was a problem between the front office and the and the. Uh, and the agent himself. I, I don't think I don't know how you could dispute that fact at this point. And that's kind of once you get over the excitement. Okay, they got Tank. You get over the excitement and and like the relief that this standoff is over. You look at the contract and you're like, this is so fair and simple for both sides. Like he yeah. slot he slots in right behind Mac Miller and Donald, and right. right above Flowers and some of those other guys. And right. it's like. This is where it should have been all along. Right. And again, if so that's my point from the top of the show is if all it took was for him to hop on a call with Steven. Exactly. Why did it take till April <laughs> when, 8th? Yeah. When I was at the Pro Bowl, we were interviewing D-Law, and he was kind of not trying to talk about the contract. And the agent, which I didn't really know him at the time, uh, what's his first name? David Canner. Canner. Okay. He leans into the conversation. He's like leaning in, and I don't know who this is, and everyone thinks it's funny. And I'm like, now it makes sense that, oh, okay, he's the agent. He's trying to hear he talked to reporters afterwards, and they said, "Is this going to be tough?" And he said, "I don't know why this is tough. It starts at twenty, and and then it goes, you know, a little bit over that. That's it. Yeah. And it, at the in, at the end of the three months here, that's pretty much what well, happened. If you're ever being in, in like trying to get a business deal done, if you still have the time, you're going to take that time if you can mm-hmm. and keep. Because in your mind, you think, oh, let's see what's the best deal I can get. And both parts right. are thinking the same thing. So, yes, if at the end of the day they ended up meeting in the middle and yeah, it this... ended up being the same thing. But still, you, you want to take advantage of that extra time if this week was kind of their deadline for having it done. So there was no really rush see, in there. See, right. is this all right, now if you look at this, did this affect them on other deals? If you could have got something 
done earlier, does it affect you on another deal? This is no. some why I don't see why it would. I mean, what you're not working on, with a deadline on anybody else. And as far as I know, oh, well, I think he's talking about an Earl Thomas situation. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I was in thinking about the agency. other. Yeah. That's was my there something bet. else in free agency though. With again, you talk about Earl Thomas. If this is something you get going right out of the gate, is that something that maybe okay? Now we got momentum and you, usually, but but I think the way that that they're saying this is structured that this is a mainly a three year yeah. deal right. guarantee. No, that means a lot of this is hitting right off the bat. So I don't. That's it. Freed up nine million in cap space, but like in your heart of hearts, you know the you know what Earl Thomas wound up getting from Baltimore. Right? Do you really think that they're going in on that, even if they had the extra money? I would. I. It's not what I asked. <laughs> No, I, but I think it's going to come to a point where they're going to draft a safety, and it, they well, might draft one at fifty-eight. Don't you think that was maybe their hope all along? I, uh, no, no, I, I, I'm fifty-five I'm million. Just putting it, I'm just you putting think out they the, would have done? Hell, it. I tried to trade this guy. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to think about cutting him and doing all this kind. Of, I mean, I'm not I'm just ask, looking at all possibilities. I'm not asking what you would do. Yeah. Do you think they would have gone after Earl even with the money that they saved by signing? You know what? Pay? I should have known better when Earl, the, the Earl Thomas, no. the Earl Thomas dream died on draft night. Last Almost, year, yeah, last yes. year, yes. Instead of me trying to like say, "Oh, well, they're gonna," you know, Earl Thomas, I'd do this, this, that. No, that dream died in the second round at pick two fifty. The the visual of him coming to the Cowboys locker room was enticing, and the fact that they tried it on draft night added fuel to the fire. But this team was never gonna okay. jump in for fifty million on a free agent. Yeah, they haven't done it in almost a decade. Yeah. And I'm I'm actually okay with that. Um, I am too. Because as soon as I saw the price of that contract, yeah. I was like, I'm out. If yeah. you could have done three years, thirty, all right. And and to me, and I know some people may not think this is a big deal, or, or you know, but flipping off your team when you're getting carted off the field, yeah. like that, just kind of shows a different mentality of kind of what you're about and who you're about, and it starts with with you, you know. And and I just I don't know. I don't know if the it. Again, I was all about it, and it would have been cool to have him here, but but uh, that that didn't sit well with me doing yeah. that. So the finger changed your mind. <laughs> Flipping off your team, yeah. I thought it was awesome, but why? Because like, because but the, you wouldn't do that. Like you think Russell Westbrook is awesome. You yeah. mean you like that kind of stuff, yeah. which is fine. But I'm saying, but you you're hurt and you're pissed and flipping off your team. That isn't awesome. It depends on the situation. I, I mean, I think anybody that's on his teammates know where that finger's directed. That's how I feel. Like they know he's flip not flipping off flipping. your coach. He's flipping off everybody above them, from Carroll to Schneider to who he ain't flipping off. You know, I don't even know the I don't even know the other DBs in the Seahawks secondary anymore. Like they're all gone. Sure, but he wasn't flipping off his teammates anyway. Okay, it just this deal just seems so simple. You know, now it's, it was, and I and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be tough. This is, you know, but it, 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 when you look at it, you're like going, well, that makes a lot of sense. These other and ones that, are going to be hard. Yeah, the other yeah. ones. Yeah. Well, everyone's happy now, especially Tank. He he's making bank as of right now. And let's take a quick break. But when we come back, let's figure out whose contract is up next, Dak or Amari Cooper. Who's going to get paid more here, and what's going to happen in the near future? Kaboo, Texas is. Three days, six stages, over 100 artists, including The Killers, Lionel Richie, Leonard Skinner, Ms. Lauren Hill, Kid Rock, Alanis Morissette, Little Big Town, The Eight Vet Brothers, Counting Crows, Pitbull, Sting, The Black Eyed Peas, and the list goes on. Don't miss Kaboo, Texas. Single day and three day passes are on sale now. Visit KAABOOTexas.com to get your passes today. If you're like me and you love. I mean, if you have a. Hi. 
thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. You want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right. News and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers secrets stories and more what's steven jones thinking during a game what's joe looney's favorite pregame meal we take your questions to cowboys players and coaches and you can hear the answers directly back to you just say alexa open dallas cowboys star sports tours is the only official fan travel partner of the dallas cowboys offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players alumni and cheerleaders that's not all though you'll get to talk extra and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and of course with yours truly me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Back to the break. All right, with the Marcus Lawrence deal being done, I think that sets uh, another bar for these people to follow, which is Dak's contract that's coming up. Also, Amari Cooper, people are wondering, whose contract should the Cowboys do next? Who's first on the line as far as priority? And uh, who would be, like, what kind of money are we talking about here as far as a deal, a multi-million, multi-year deal? You know, I actually have a different opinion. I think uh, Zeke, um, but but I don't think that's what um, Steven said. I mean, Steven said that it's Cooper and, and Dak. Um, of those two, I would say Cooper because he's your draft pick. He's your first round pick. Yes. He, he's the guy that you that you that you brought in here for, for because he was twenty four years old, and so he he did a nice job in his first year. And I would. You know he's going to be here. I mean, if, if if Dak struggles this year and, and they find out he's not the quarterback, Cooper's still going to be the number one receiver. If if Cooper has an off year, they're going to get a new receivers coach and figure out how to fix Cooper. Fair so, point. So yeah. I think Cooper's you know the priority of those two. I wonder. I just like it all stems from the quarterback though. Like the quarterback is the domino that sets everything else. It's the biggest contract. It's the most important player. And I just wonder if maybe that spurs you to get something done. Like, you know, financially, doing Cooper would be the smartest because it lowers your cap and it could make it easier for you to sign other deals because he's counting $14 million against your cap. If you sign him for five years right now, you can lower it. You can, yeah. you can lower it substantially, which might make it easier, which is why I wouldn't be surprised if Dak and Cooper are signed by the time the season rolls around, just because... You're talking about like the training camp, we show up, sure. we get ready to get on the plane. Sure. Mm-hmm. One of those Dak announcements there. But I just... I just <laughs> I, on the plane, yeah. There's really, they're both kind of in similar situations because, you know, I don't think anybody would argue, like, 
Amari Cooper's great, but I don't. He's not the best receiver in the league. He's not Julio, AB, or Odell right now. Okay, so the names you just mentioned: Beckham at eighteen a million a year. Right. You mentioned uh, Julio Jones at fourteen two. He's working toward twenty million a year soon. Yeah, he's okay, getting there. So that would make him the t- highest paid guy. Where yeah. does where does he fall in all this then? Yeah. Is he I, I looked at that Beckham the other day. Brown, Mike Evans. I thought fifteen. I don't know where the Hopkins fifteen. You're but, looking. That's kind of when I was looking at that's this. Jarvis Landry money right there. I, I'm thinking Brandon I'm, Cooks. I think the floor. Oh. I think the floor is probably seventeen. That's my guess. You I think? don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a cap expert. But well, you, we did a good. You did a good job on that other one. You kind of had this. Uh, you had Lawrence pegged at one spot, and yeah, so figure I, it out. I also <laughs> said that if it were up to me, I'd pay him Mac money just to get it over with. So yeah, you just wanted to get over with. Yeah, right? I just wanted to not have to talk about it anymore. I just I, for a number well, one Brandon receiver Cooks is messing up that whole thing. Oh, there's players that'll mess up some contracts now. Well, he did have a thousand yard season, right? Look at the ages of these cats. Yeah. Beckham's 27, Antonio Brown's 31, right, that's, Mike Evans 26, DeAndre Hopkins is 27. And Cooper's 24. Yeah, re- exactly. There's, there's not a 24-year-old in the top 10 of this that's, whole thing. Yeah, I, don't, right. I don't think you're getting this deal done for less than $17 million a year, and maybe more than that, which that was the point I was going to make is the word on the street is that Julio Jones is working toward a $20 million a year contract. At the same time, Russell Wilson is trying to get something done. He's he set a deadline of Monday, which if that's that not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. So a little you, short you might guy have in Seattle ain't going to let that happen right now. But point being, there are other quarterbacks working toward massive deals too. So do you want to try to get these Dak and Amari deals done before somebody else sets the market, or do you want to wait and see what the market looks like? Did it really matter? Did it really matter on this last contract where the market was? I think teams were I th- I think looking that, I, at. Just like the franchise tag at, mattered in this one, didn't it? Yeah, and people will be looking at, at Russell because he's probably the best quarterback of that group. But just like the defensive ends were looking at D Law, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I don't think Dak. I think I think the market will trickle down for him, but I mean, I don't think you can compare what Dak and Russell Wilson have done. Yeah. Well, it, you can't, but again, I mean, that's that's the free agent market for you, though. I mean, was Kirk Cousins really worth what he got paid right. when he hit free agency? Stafford's got money, and Cousins has the money, and Derek Carr got the money. The quarterback, to me, is the most shaky paid position in the league. I mean, I mean, I mean like shaky guys up there getting, I mean, you know there's what I'm a, saying? Yeah. I mean, there's some guys that are like thinking, he gets what? You know, the Kirk Cousins thing is the whole, that that, that to me is a very shaky situation. And that's my point is because you can put down their resumes on paper and be like, well, Russell Wilson's clearly better than Dak. Yeah. But then you say he's 25. He's oh, yeah. got more wins over the last three years than anybody not named Brady. Tom Brady, right. He's won two division titles. He's got a playoff win in three series or three seasons. Maybe I misspoke on he's this. He's rushed for 18 touchdowns on top of everything he's done as a passer. And all of a sudden... You're like, well, yeah, Dak probably could command $31 million on the open market if he got there. You know what's what's weird is I, I think it's cap charge. I looked at it in different ways, but I think it's his cap value this year is he ranks 69th in the league in among quarterbacks. Oh, it's unbelievable. You know and that's you know after, who's 70? Uh, freaking. Mike White. Wow. Wow. Is Dak that Prescott ranks 69th in cap charges for quarterbacks. 
and 70 is my question. Is that after you account for the NFL okay. increase? Like, he's making substantially more yeah. this can year because the I, NFL I bumped kept, his salary. Can I jump in this conversation? I said the yeah. word shaky, yeah. and, I, and, I, and then I thought, man, maybe I'm not right about that. Rodgers is your top. We all what, agree. What, what what category are we on? Here? We're quarterbacks. But base salary or what's the? Oh, let's go. Base? Let's go with uh, average per year. Okay, average per year. Rodgers is at thirty three point five million a year. Okay, now this is where it gets fun. Matt Ryan is at at uh, thirty million dollars. Okay, Kirk Cousins is at twenty eight million dollars. Jimmy Garoppolo is at twenty seven five. Matt Stafford is at twenty seven. Derek Carr is at twenty five million, and Drew Brees is at twenty five million. With Andrew Luck at twenty four five. So three, four, five, and six on that list have never won a playoff game. Yeah, that's where I. That's where my word shaky comes in. And the in the best of all time, where's he? Yeah, is he? He's yeah. not. He's well, not. He's down. He, he's down to the fourteen million he, range. He ruins the whole thing because yeah. he doesn't care about making yeah. market value. Oh, Alex Smith's in there. Joe Flacco's in there. Nick Foles is in there. Russell Wilson's at twenty-one nine. Well, let's take it. Let's take it forward a step because in the next two years, okay, we already said Russell Wilson needs a new deal. Jared Goff and Carson Wentz have club options on their contract, but they need new deals in the next two years. Cousins is. Uh, contract in minnesota will be over in 2021 that's true cam newton cam newton's which, oh, his his contract's over in 2021 as well he's you, a 20 he's a 20 million dollar year player if you can find a way to pay dak this summer he you know if even let's just say you made him the highest paid quarterback which i don't even know if that would happen but even if you did he would be fifth on that list in a year and a half that, okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask this. Stuff works. You feel better. Okay, you probably don't feel better about Dak being better than Rodgers, of course. No. How about Matt Ryan? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, we're not going to start. Not, not yet. Not yet. Cousins? Yes. Is, yeah. Okay, is that where it stops for us at $28 million? That's, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it, he's got, it, he's, Cousins better than him. Garoppolo? You think I'm taking I, based on we're not being homers here, are we? I'm maybe we are, but like based on what I've seen on the field and what I see around him every day, I'll you know Matt Stafford. Yes, every time he's played Matt Stafford, I think he's beat him. Right? That's that's terrifying because da- Derek Carr, Matt Stafford is unquestionably more talented than Dak. But would you, would you trade it to right now? I don't think I would, especially. I mean. No, I don't think I would. This is just so tough to figure out because, like, you've been listening. I've been seeing that. I I have been listening, (laughs) but everything that Dave mentioned as far as accomplishments, he's being able to to do during his time being here. When you look at that on paper and you look at his leadership around the team and all of that, yeah, you have to take that into consideration. But then there's the other part of you that watches him during game days and you you get mad and you're like oh my god oh, why can't he connect yeah. the freaking pass and yeah. throw the ball down the field and this and that and you're like okay we need a better quarterback so it's like how do you draw the line well, let, but, stop making sense over there garcia minnesota detroit oakland whoever else they get pissed off at their quarterback too atlanta oh i know Okay. Yes. Raiders, and they all. There's not a. Paid, the, there's but, not the Packers, a. Packers, the Saints. The yeah, the Packers, the Saints. They never get mad at their quarterback. But of those top six guys, and and, and this includes the Falcons. Matt, yeah, Matt Ryan. Uh-huh. The Falcons, the Packers. Of those top six guys, did any of them make the playoffs? No, and that's no. the stat people love to cite is that like I think the six most highest paid quarterbacks didn't make it last year. 
I mean, it, there's, there's, it, there's well, no. Well, then he's sitting right there at two or three then. I mean, yeah. But, okay, making it to the okay. Yes, it does start with the quarterback. He, he's the leader of of the offense, mm-hmm. basically. But it takes a lot more than just the quarterback. I mean, sure. t- if you get to the playoff, it doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. your quarterback is the one that got you but there. But if you're Dak's agent, how can you look at that list and be like, yeah, but he's not, you know? I a- mean, Ag Ag is just outlining like the fan debate for us perfectly. It's oh, like, yeah. well. Yeah. You know, it takes more than a quarterback. You can't afford to sink those kind of resources into a quarterback, especially a guy that so many people aren't sold on. Could he then have you look done at- what he did without Zeke? That, no. that's, this is going to be the fun debate because would you rather pay Zeke and Amari Cooper and take a chance on getting another quarterback? I guarantee, though, and you know this because you've been in those rooms. You, you talk know about Jerry. Oh, no, you won't do you could draft a running back. Jerry won't do it, though. <laughs> no, you can't. That's just, what you say all the time. But you just said. It's easy to draft a running whoa, back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You just said, <laughs> could he do all that without Zeke? Right. Are, are, am I right? No, no. I, could he I, do, I'm right on my argument, but I'm saying you always take Zeke out of the equation could because he you do think all it's that, easy to get a running back. Could he do all oh, that? Oh, no, without, that's the gentleman across from me that always thinks that. Could he do all that without Amari Cooper? Because Zeke was there for the first eight sure. weeks of the season last year, and they sure. weren't good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. He obviously needs good players around him. Like Amari every, Cooper might be important there for $18 million a year, Which, guys. You know, you're, you know you're signing him. It just sucks because they're going to get them all done. But they're going to have absolutely nobody. Like Jesse Hawley is going to be like the fifth receiver because they're they're going to have they're going to have nobody else. So that's the thing. It's like that sounds sounds like somebody that does not trust their success in the draft. Well, which, they, they've they've had success in the draft. I mean, well, that if you're going to pay all these guys, that's what you have to hit on your draft picks with everything else. You have to. But do have they? Okay, have they hit? What would you say between three and seven? <laughs> Are they are they are they great? They do have Dak Prescott. There's no doubt about that. That I, was great. Malik Collins has been good. It's worth. I mean, it's worth. A, it's worth a deep dive. I haven't looked at it recently, but like they have found plenty of good players between yeah. rounds four and seven. I mean, Anthony Hitchens, Damian Wilson, Dak Prescott, Cole Beasley was undrafted. Um, Malik Collins was a third round pick. Found the human log on the scrap heap. Your favorite player. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Anthony Brown, sixth Anthony round Brown. pick. Xavier Woods. Jordan so yeah, Lewis? I mean, you need to look at his contract. Why is he making two million dollars a year? Probably because he started so many games. The same performance based incentive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's getting. I I I don't have a good answer for you, but I just think in terms of like I just think the quarterback sets the tone for everything else. That's just how I. One look of these at guys. It. I don't disagree, get... but but you know my my problem comes when you start looking at the whole offense and how he needs. Too many players to be good around him. You know, there's the the O line. There's the whole O line. One goes down or whatever. Oh, here we go. We struggle. If the running back isn't making plays, finding the hole, getting through, Zeke is not healthy. Oh, here is a problem. If the receiver is not catching the ball, oh, here is a problem. How many quarterbacks so, don't need that? Because that Rogers guy's pretty. <laughs> that's why he makes thirty three million well, a year. How many games did they win last year? Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Got the coach fired. Yeah. Well, they right came the out the other day with reasons why. Yeah, yeah sure. Playing with how about, how about the guy that was here for so long? Like, all I ever hear about Tony is that he didn't have enough around him, and he kept him competitive because he was damn good, but they, they, tried, didn't, yeah, they, they didn't they, win enough. They were too Okay, that's the point. That's the point so there. He needed it's better like, players, didn't he? 
Okay, yeah. He needed an offensive yes, line. He needed a better running back. They didn't get him to Mark. They tried to draft a better running back, right? They tr- they eventually got him one when he was 32. Yeah, way too late to the switch. They on eventually that one. they got him Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, and Travis Frederick but when like he was in his 30s. It's like more comfortable paying a guy like that that can hold his own without the need of everybody else being great around Tony him. Romo wasn't that quarterback until he was years older than Dak is right now. True, Let's not get true. it twisted. I'm just saying and, you I mean, got to look at all the, here we, all the like different I said, aspects of it. We are ba- like what we are, are arguing though. Like what's what's the what is your point though? Aaron, uh, Amber wants Aaron Rodgers. That's what no, she's saying. No, basically. I mean, but like <laughs> she, wants to, saying, no, she when, wants to draft when we the start, team. When, no, no, no. When oh, we she start talking, to, when we start talking about money and the and the amount of money that you're wanting to pay or having to pay a yeah. quarterback, like where is the line being drawn there when you have to look at other players? Because you okay. Byron Jones, another guy that's coming up. Do you want to keep him? And and everybody's He's the guy that's kind of getting kicked to the curb right now. And Zeke start Zeke started to get line. kicked to the, the curb here's too. The, but here's what the you, biggest one for me. It's got to be Cooper. And and I know that we're going to talk about this later. I might go with Zeke. But Cooper's the one. <laughs> well, Zeke Zeke I think is important too. But I, you can sign Amari Cooper. I think you get Amari Cooper at an 18 to 19 a year. At, at, at maybe an eight or nine, eight or what nine do you feel year deal. About? Eight or nine year deal, just like you did with Tyron Smith. He's young. He's going to be here for Oof. a while, and he you can stretch his contract. You're going to have to do that with with one of these guys. Well, which one would you do it with? Him, Whose contract are you going to feel the less? Who, Whose contract are you going to feel the the least best about? I guess you know what I'm trying to say. Like when you when when you get to the point, you, you you're saying okay, you're going to pay these guys. Like you say, okay, do you want to pay Cooper first because you're going to feel like that contract's going to that's going to contract's going to hold value for you throughout that, or is the Dak Prescott or is the Ezekiel Elliott contract going to be better for you long term? Why can't you do a Zeke contract similar to what you did D Law? I don't mean it has to be 21 million, but I'm just saying that type of deal where it's really a three year deal, but it's it looks like a five year deal. And yeah, you know that's kind of what you see because you think who's, of the next whose year. contract is going to hold better value? That I guess that's what I should. I ask. think I would be the least scared. I can't. Of, I get think my I would be thoughts the le- out straight today. Sorry about that. I, I think it's what you're trying to say. I, I think the answer for me was. Co- is I agree. It would be Cooper. If but not. I don't want to sign anybody to an eight year deal. Please. That's just begging. To, what did Tyron get? A seven year deal. He got an eight year extension. And, and uh, I mean that. Hey. First of all, it's a position that's known for longevity. He is a special class of athlete, in my opinion. And on top of that, we're not done with that yet. He's got a lot of time left on that deal, and we'll see how it holds up. Yeah. I mean, see, to me, I, I, I think it's getting we, to be think, in the steel value right now. I it's think, getting close, but he's yeah. not done until twenty twenty three. I think we're all we all feel worse about the potential of signing the quarterback. It sounds like. All right, let's take a quick break. But when we come back, I've seen several people propose franchising him and mm. giving that a try. Let's get into that discussion when we come back. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com football. 
It's time for Tailgate with the Otterbox Boys. Otterbox? The makers of those crazy protective phone cases? The one and only. They're also wild about protecting parking lot parties from sad drinks. It's why they made Elevation Tumblers. Rumor around the Crock-Pot is they're made from stainless steel with a copper lining to keep temps hot or cold. True. They even come in seven different sizes, up to 64-ounce the Growler. Hmm. I like how Otterbox drinks. I mean, thanks. And that's been Tailgating with the Otterbox Boys. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation Tumblers at otterbox.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Back to the break. All right. We'll be, we have been discussing Dak's future contract, Ezekiel Elliott's future contract, but here's another thought. Why or why not would it be uh, a good idea or not a good idea to franchise Dak Prescott, test it out, and see how he does on another year? Same plan you did with Lawrence? Yeah. Two-year test? That... that figure is 25 yeah it's 25 and a half right now which means if they do it next year it'll go up 27 26 27 for next that would kind of put him right where all those quarterbacks are that we don't like <laughs> am i right about yeah. that here's 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 why and you're right they did it with tank i don't it doesn't it doesn't the defensive end number is clearly different than a quarterback it's number. lower it's also a less important position it's important but it's less important i think i just think that's that's a bad idea for a number of reasons one we talked about it off the air i'd rather start the clock ticking like if you signed him in june again and you know we say this all the time these NFL deals, they're really like three-year deals. Or if it's a six-year deal, it's a four-year deal. Like It's all about the guarantees and how quickly you can get away from the decision. If you sign him now, you're getting... That's one. You're getting yeah. closer. Yeah, you're getting closer to that anyway. So you're, Dak's going to start for you regardless, whether it's on $2 million salary as a rookie contract right now or whether it's on a new deal. He's your starter. So you can count this year toward that right now if you sign him now. And if, it, if you decide you're not happy with it, you're all the closer to getting away from it. Whereas if you franchise him next year, you're paying $28 million. You've got to pay him that money. And then if he keeps balling and keeps doing it, then all of a sudden the price is even higher than it already was. And you're another year away from being able to get out from under that deal. He's another year older. 
And then there's the psychological aspect of it where if there's one guy in the entire locker room who I don't want to be unhappy or not bought in, it's the quarterback. I do not want Dak Prescott. Yeah. He his we say it like I mean, I think he's better than he gets credit for from a from a mechanic standpoint and accuracy. He's better than he gets credit for, but let's not kid ourselves like his best feature is leadership and charisma he wins. and getting people together. I don't want there to be any doubt that he's bought in or all in on the side of the franchise. I don't want him even maybe sort of questioning whether or not he's got a future here. Because when, and I think people that are asking that are probably people that still have those doubts as well. Sure. And that's what a franchise tag is. Because if you didn't think that, that, you know, he wasn't that guy that you could sign five or six years, you probably wouldn't give it to him. That's why they gave it to to D law It's like, well, well, He's had one good year. Can he do it again? Yeah, but is it a way? You give him $28 million for the franchise tag, and say he plays well on it. Isn't that the proof again? Because you're, you're, you're giving him a lot of money, and you're making him, making him play for it. If he, if he stinks, then you got your answer. What are he the, can't handle the pressure of being a twenty-eight million dollar year quarterback. I, I am, think, am I am I wrong about no, that? No, you're not wrong. It's just the the question is: is has he already proven it? In three years has he proven it? Does and that's that's the debate. That's the debate that's not. Going we on. think he's better than half those stiffs yeah. that are up top of the board. Right? right. That's why I agree with with what Dave is saying. I do. I think you start it now because I don't think he's. I mean, yeah, you could you can you can have. Was he going to make two million? He yeah. doesn't need to be making two million. This, this is similar to what Emmett Smith back in 93. I mean, what else does he need to do? He does need to be making $2 million a year. He needs a new deal. He should get a new deal this year. Well, that, I mean, on top of everything else, yeah, you can bring fairness into it. I mean, he's even if you think he sucks, you cannot deny that he's drastically outperformed his contract. Right. He is the most underpaid player in sports probably, period. All and sports. one of the most scrutinized players here. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, okay, let's, again, let's go through with your thought experiment. If you do all that, you make him play on the tag. He yeah. plays out this contract. You tag him. So then the quickest you can. And he crumbles. Okay. He's terrible. He yeah. sucks next year on, yeah, on he, the tag. He, 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 well, he, sucks, he sucks on the tag. He sucks in two years on the tag. So the quickest you can get away from Dak Prescott is 2021. Right. If you sign him in June, by 2021, you're already close to being done with that anyway. Well, I mean, you, you got you got a year or to, yeah. two before you can get away from it. You need to draft the quarterback anyway. I'd rather just start the clock. And then on top of that, what I just said, if you sign him, if you sign him at training camp, he will be a bargain in two years. Like the market will. Well, push we've already him. determined he's better than the, like yeah. a lot of those and guys. And that's my like this contract will look good in comparison in, in no time. Like that's how these things work. So I, I mean, you know, Romo, Romo got what, like twenty million a year, and that was insane. That was only five years, five six years ago, and now the salaries are astronomically higher mm-hmm. than that. Rogers has a full eighty million dollars on top of his deal to what Romo got. What's Breeze doing? Why is he so low? Twenty five million. He's he's, he's always like done the, that the last like three the years. Brady? Breeze, yeah. Breeze and Brady are outliers. Yeah. They're closer to the uh, to the end of their career. Yeah, than they're the playing beginning. the seventeenth hole right They've now. They've made all the money they need to make. Brady yeah. is especially annoying because his wife Giselle brings she him. Makes she makes more than he does. Yeah, and so they can afford to do that. You cannot expect a single twenty five year old who was drafted in the fourth round to be willing to play by the same rules by a Hall of Famer. Who's oh, on his eighth yeah. contract? I'm not saying who, the same rules. I yeah. just mean it, it's 
He's messing up the whole you know, thing. Oh, Breeze and Brady ruined this whole thing because they're the, arguably the best two quarterbacks in the league and they're playing for pennies. Amar, can I ask one question real quick? Yeah. Okay, we're, let's, slot, let's slot this runner then. Ooh, wait, real quick. I've, um, Mahomes is going to be up soon too. I mean, yeah. like after this season, they can start negotiating with him. And what do you think that's going to fetch? Yeah. What do you like? So, but who would you rather have? I would rather have Pat Mahomes, but okay. that's not the point. The point is, what is your point? The Chiefs are going to sign him to a two hundred million dollar deal. That, that's not in your ballpark, then. If you what? clearly think that Mahomes is better, you're not going to sign your guy to a two hundred million. But that's what if? Let's just say, let's just say that Dak gets him back to the playoffs this year. Maybe they even get to the NFC title game. Let's be optimistic. Okay. And then Mahomes breaks the bank with a two hundred million dollar deal, and Dak, who is not as good as Mahomes. But has this fantastic resume through four years is like, where my money at? Yeah. Let, let's again. Let's start the clock on this thing and avoid these types of conversations. It's not. That's not wrong. Todd Gurley making fourteen three. Le'Veon Bell making thirteen one. David Johnson making thirteen million. This is just a year. This is a year where he's. You look at Zeke. He's okay. Better than Bell? Yes, I, he's he's a fifteen to me. He's a fifteen million. If that's it, Garcia. Yeah, I'm four for sixty. Yikes! Where is All he right. at right now? Sorry, I mean, right no, I, don't, he, I don't disagree it's, with it's you. It's just a yuck. Right now, he is. If you look at where he's, he is a he is behind Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller makes six point five. He makes six point two. You got Fournette ahead of him. Jarek McKinnon, Barkley. McCoy, Freeman, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley. Hold on. Jarrett McKinnon. What is that deal? It's uh, from the 49ers. It's uh, seven and a half a year. They had they have ungodly amounts of cap space. Throwing money. Yeah. Well, that only helps. Got that, they had that quarterback that we really didn't like there. I, I made this. I didn't say I didn't like Jimmy Garoppolo. I just liked Dak oh, Moore. Oh, you kind of you I, did. You kind of gave I him did that. Not. You did. I like Dak Moore. Sharpay face. Like, oh, the guys oh. played like nine games. Yeah, they gave him a lot of money for nine games. I know. Where's he? Where's he fall? Is he? Is he? He's better than David Johnson, right? You think number he's better? You think he's number one? Yeah, I'm number one on the list. I made this comment like a month ago. It really. Pay him. I'm good with that. Pay him. I, a, you I, know see, the beating right, he gets. I'm paying him right now. He deserves like today, that money today. Start it up. I don't care what happened to Gurley. Watch what's about to I happen care. over here. I care what happened what, to Gurley. Yeah, watch what's about to happen over what here. If, I mean, we don't know. We don't know for sure. But like, what? I mean, what if? What if Gurley can't finish this contract or even come close? He to might it? not. But yeah. what was? Why was Gurley the 11th pick overall? Anyways, he did have injury problems and Zeke has had none he's never missed so, a game due to injury knock on I know board. I know <laughs> no honest I mean don't break the table <laughs> all right it it gives me pause just again and if if you're gonna pay your quarterback the amount of money the amount damn the amount of money that we are talking about that's how you offset that is you draft running backs at a discount to offset the cost did of that. you pay offensive linemen so you didn't have to pay running backs I mean you would think and and let's oh what was that little oh let's little, be little head tilt there what was that all about they drafted this guy they drafted this guy to get Tony Romo over the hump no question that's yeah. what they did and, and they we even, were everybody and now was we're on all board like, with it. whoa that's not a bad that was not a bad pick right no and I'm not criticizing the pick I was a hundred percent on board with Zeke I think the world of Zeke and whoa, honestly whoa, Ramsey. Go back and listen no, to it. Was, I think I do. I've listened to 18 hours. Go of back and listen talking. to it. I drove the Zeke train for three months. I don't want to hear it. 
I was there. I yeah, Taylor was. On <laughs> Taylor was too. Uh, that's Taylor, no. That's Taylor my was... point. Everyone that works here was on board with it, and and I still am. Like I, I think the world of Zeke. He's he's a great player. But you tell me right now, I could draft a running back, right? You, you could. Yeah. But I would honestly. <laughs> you a second round one in earlier. If I could, if if I just could have it the way I wanted, and negotiations weren't part of it, I would sign him to a four year extension right now. You have him under control for six more years. He comes out of the deal. I think he's 24 right now. He wouldn't, you know, he he, he wouldn't even be 30 when the deal was over. Early's 25. Bell's 27. David Johnson's 28. Zeke's, Freeman's 27. Zeke's age and his durability make me okay with doing that type of deal. God, he took a beating. She's right though. Yeah, he took a beating. Thirteen million dollars a year taking a beating like that. It's it's scary. And that's if there's a. If the, just I I slot him like last, and I I hate to say that because I think he's a great great player, but can it's we just get the a nature real of the position back behind him? But wait wait, listening to you guys talk, you sound like you're more on board of him being the first guy next to get signed. That's but no, no, that's uh, Nick. He, yeah, you yeah, thought you were going to flip. I'm, that's I'm Nick. Nick go with flip that. Nick was going to next. No no, Zeke's going to be my pick. We're going to do this later today. Gut yeah. feeling on which guy should yeah. be done first, but but I think that the the. The weird one here is is Amari because I think Amari's a guy that you could give a longer deal to, and it would work. And it would work. And then that's going to stretch it out, and he's not going to he's not going to count as much. I mean, Mm. he he, it'll look like he will, right? But if you stretch it out seven or eight years, how many times is the cap going to go up in that time? A lot, twice, three. Yeah, you guys sound more sure about signing this runner than anything. I want to. I want to start that clock right now with Zeke. The runner is the most proven commodity. It's also the least valuable. More proven position. than the court than the, than, the uh, than Cooper, right? Get me to twenty-eight years old for him. How old is he? Twenty-four. I think he's twenty-four. Uh, uh, you don't have to you. guess. We don't have to guess, Nick. We can he? just look it up. Twenty-four. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Twenty. Give me through when you know his season when he's twenty-eight. And then after that, we'll see. I also, you know, I feel like another, you know, people brought this up yesterday is like, why is, why is Zeke getting pushed to the back burner? Why isn't anybody talking about Zeke? Well, he's got two years left. They have a fifth year option on him. They will exercise it, barring something insane. And then the reason this came up in the first place. to sit on you? Well, the reason this came up. He's the one guy that would sit on you. Word surfaced in January that his camp was wanting a new deal. If if he dis- if that's something he decides to do, we'll revisit it then. But I haven't heard anything about that since the playoffs. I haven't. It hasn't been suggested. I've seen him here at the facility. He was at the Mavs game with all of his teammates last night. He's not acting like a guy who's planning on sitting out. If that changes, then we can revisit that conversation. But until then, I'm just like, you're making good money. You were a top five pick. Like I'm willing to let that ride for the time being. That's how I feel. Pay him now. <laughs> Get it done. <laughs> no, he's he's the one guy I would feel absolutely comfortable. I'm like, just kind of how Tank said it last night. So the one guy. That's not my business. <laughs> Get me my money and you figure out the rest. Because obviously, um, like Stephen Jones, he mentioned the whole like, yeah, we have several guys that we need to take care of, and right. that's something that we bring up to the players. But at the end of the day, that's not the player's business or job. Is like they don't. So care. the quarterback or the runner. See, here's the thing. Zeke is the one that, to me, literally carried the whole offense. In these three years, he's been the one for me doing basically everything. And and the but they beating, went, they the went three and five without Cooper last year while he was on the field. Okay, there are different. Uh, there are other things that okay. 
Get him a good backup so he can rest a little bit. Oh, ah, no, you so look at other things. Yeah. Okay. He's too tired. <laughs> get him a good backup. Poor guy getting beat up. I mean, yes, so the he deserves the money. The guy him. that you feel the most comfortable paying is the guy that 100% gets the hell beat out of him every time he's on the field. That's why you yeah. want to do it now. And look, he, okay. hey, I he's like put that. up with it three years. So if you get him a good backup, a decent backup, it doesn't have to be great. Just get him someone decent, and he can rest a little bit. Was Rod Smith, was he decent? No. Okay. Now we need to do better than Rod something, Smith, right? Well, something happened to him last year. I don't uh, know why yeah. he went downhill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had high hopes back. for him. Just give me a, a, a running back. Yeah. 5'10", right. 5'11", you know. We're going to go get Justice Hill. Don't worry. But, you, I mean, I'm not the draft expert here. You guys have studied this way more than I do. But to me... And based on the time that I've been here and what I've been watching, I don't feel that getting a running back that caliber is as easy as you make it sound. No, I understand. But Amber is asking me, Nick, to pay him, pay the runner, and I have to use draft capital to go get a backup. This are we is that right? That, I mean, I I <laughs> is that yeah. right? Yeah. She's uh, asking me to use a. She's asking me to pay him. But I also got to go use a premium pick because I got to go find a guy better than the guy premium? we had. Premium? Where's premium? I, I'm going to use I'm going to use a third round pick. I'm going to use ninety on a back. If you bought a a home, you have to buy insurance to protect your home. Yeah. And so your fourth oh. round pick is your in, or third or fourth round pick is your insurance to protect the home, which is Zeke. That's what you want, but you got to make sure you protect it and prolong it. They right? Can't get insurance if you don't have a yeah. home in the first place. They right over there? They're right about what they're saying right now, but I keep thinking about what AG just said, which is that it's harder than we think to find good running backs. And I don't think that's true. I think mm. it's pretty easy at the end of the day, in all honesty. Like and that expand on that. Hey Fadden. Look, I mean, I, mean I, I, can make your, I can make your case well, for you. Murray had the best year of his career. Yeah. What happened after that? McFadden had the best year of his career in a long time. What happened after that? Well, go the, go I around mean, the NFL. Like, the, I mean, Le'Veon Bell was taken after Gavin Escobar. He was barely a top fifty pick. Philip Lindsay is a sensation in Denver. He was an undrafted free agent. Um, what would be the amount of years that you would say that these running backs have success? Like their most success, their first contract. Yeah, that this this to me very much is three or four years. Yeah, this is this is like and, and if you are if you are a discard if you are a generational <laughs> talent. I mean, Adrian Peterson was still balling out last year at the age of thirty, whatever. After missing a year in the league, after an ACL or an Achilles, whatever it was, like it's doable. And Zeke is that talented. And for the second time on this show, I was completely on board with the pick. Yeah, but. You're reiterating that a lot. But if I'm, I, well, because I know how these things work. Because oh, yeah. somebody hears me and they're like, oh, you hate Zeke. And I'm like, no, I don't hate Zeke. We're just talking this whole thing out. Yeah. yeah. If you remember, Stephen Jones, right after they drafted him, they basically said five years. Yeah. Like five years and then we'll see what happens. Which I would, I would, I would extend him if, if he wanted to do it. To a, and it would be better to do it now while he's still young and you can get away from the contract when he's only 26 or 27. That's mm-hmm. fine. But I'm not trying to build the long-term future of this team around a running back, period. 
That's the quarterback. But you guys, have, but you guys special have about questions. him compared to other, like the other car, uh, oh, he running back that I've been around. Every game he tries. Yeah, yeah he you does. got the window. The window's here. You do. You, you, this is it. This is the time to. I, I don't to think strike. you're wrong there, Nick. Go yeah. win and 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 but sign. That's, but that's it's, again, if if he doesn't show up to training camp, we can reopen this conversation. But he's under contract for two years. So he's here for the window. I just think I might sit if Jarrett McKinnick was was making more than me. Yeah. I mean, what? No question. When when will you sit? How about if, 31-year-old LaShawn McCoy making more than me? Yeah. Not, which, you know, you know if, that, if it comes to that. How about Lamar Miller making more than me right now? I wonder, like... <laughs> They're enjoying their money, and then meanwhile Zeke is just in a in a tub full of ice, recovering from all the beatings. Uh, are we okay. setting Are we setting ourselves up for like a like? I mean, the off season program starts on Monday. Yeah, we're gonna. Are we setting ourselves up for like? Well, Zeke's, Zeke's not here. He's been out here for the. Well, I know. shouldn't say that. He'll be here. He's I have, he's been at the facility. He's I've seen facility, him yes. around all. I have off, seen again, him at breakfast. Guys who guys who are holding out. Are typically not going to Mavs games with their teammates, sure. in my experience, or showing up for captain's workouts. Yeah, I think that got somebody a little upset. Yeah, it's, the defensive end. Yeah, it's kind of should have done that. It's okay. All right, it's all right. <laughs> but if that if that comes to pass, we we I'll revisit this conversation we'll talk all about day. It then. Yeah. <laughs> Until just, then, we're until just then, it's really the show has ended. Thanks for letting me hang out with you guys. Bam, I appreciate bam, bam. you guys. Thank you. Uh, draft show tomorrow. Four o'clock Periscope. Four o'clock Periscope draft show. I see. I saw a lot of people asking, "What now? Where does the priority change in the we'll draft?" Talk about that so today. tune in and figure it out. Tomorrow yeah. at eleven a.m. Until then, yes, it has been a good time with you guys. Thank, Thank you. you, Brian. Thank you, Nick. David Hellman, I'm Amber Garcia. This has been the break on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?